We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. The cycle of nature is that your physical body, every single cell in it is changed every 7 to 11 years. In an 11-year period, every cell in your body will change. Now, it was built, your body was created to live forever. Scientists, they can't really figure out why it ages, because it just keeps rebuilding itself, but there gets to be a little bigger flaw in it, and it's called an aging process, but it wasn't created to do that. Now, because of sin, that's what caused it. But you see, it sets on fire the course of nature, a cycle of man's nature. And the nature within your body is to heal itself. But if you speak wrong words and things that are contrary to the Word of God and contrary to what you would like to happen, it's going to work against your body. And he says it's set on fire of hell. See, that's the nature of Satan entering into our vocabulary to destroy. See, the Bible says the thief cometh not but to steal, kill, and destroy. He said, I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. For every kind of beast and bird and serpent and thing in the sea is tamed and hath been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Now that thing's in your mouth. (laughs) And it's full of deadly poison. Well, it is if you don't tame it. He's talking about the unregenerate, untamed tongue. Well, somebody said, yeah, but he said no man can tame it. Now notice what he said. Every kind of beast and bird and serpent and thing in the sea has been tamed. I believe the Amplified says has been tamed by human nature. In other words, by our ability. Natural ability. So by the natural ability, you cannot tame the tongue. But thank God we have supernatural ability. See, it takes the supernatural power of God to tame the tongue. It is the last member to give up. You found that out before you got baptized in the Holy Ghost. That's the reason it's so hard for some people to speak in tongues. They don't want to give that tongue up. They don't want it to be influenced by something except their head. The tongue can no man tame. You can't tame it by natural ability. But thank God the Holy Ghost can. Therewith... Bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which is made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing, my brethren. These things ought not so to be. Doth a fountain send forth of the same place sweet water and bitter? Now, if you're not careful, you miss what he's saying here. No, it really doesn't. If there's sweet water and bitter, you've got a mixture. And when you've got a mixture, it's not fit for anything. You put bitter with sweet, you're in trouble. Now, if you could keep it separated, you'd have some sweet and you'd have some bitter. He said, Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, either of vine figs? So can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. Now, he's not telling you that you can't speak words of destruction at one time and turn around and speak words of faith and life the other time. See, that's what some people think. Well, well, it can't come out of the same mouth. Yes, it can. What he's saying is that you'll have a mixture, though, unto where it's diluted to where it really won't do a whole lot of anything, but just gets you in a lot of trouble. Unless you tame that tongue. Doth a fountain send forth 
from the same place, sweet and bitter. It can't. It's a mixture if it does that. And when you mix it, then you've got it diluted. Now, let me show you something. The Tower of Babel, you remember the Tower of Babel? God went down there and said, said uh, we'll confound their language. Now, the word confound, see, they were all of one language in one speech. He said, nothing will restrain them from doing what they've imagined to do. In other words, the unregenerate devil worshipers that built that tower, God said of them after they had degenerated from what God created man to be to where they worship devils, he said, nothing will be restrained from them that they have imagined to do. In other words, they have such ability because they speak the same thing that they can do anything they imagine to do. So he confounded the language. Now, the word confound means to mix or to fodder. Like you feed fodder to a cow. You know, you take a lot of roughage and you mix a little food with it and you get it all mixed up to where the cow thinks they're getting something really good and they're just getting a bunch of trash with a little bit of food in it. (laughs) Now, that's what that means when he mixed their language and foddered their language, he got it to where they did not have the power of speech that they did. They couldn't understand each other. It's hard for them to get in agreement. Now, this is what happens when you're talking blessing on one hand and curses on the other hand. You've got out of the same fountain, out of this mouth, you've got a mixture coming and it's foddered. It is weakened down. It's watered down. It's diluted. And you're not going to do a whole lot of anything but cause trouble. But if you govern it the way God wants you to do it, and if you control the tongue and develop yourself in faith, in God's Word and His promises and learn to believe that everything you say will come to pass. Now just ask yourself, if I were to believe everything I said would come to pass, would I change my vocabulary? I think so. I think so. (laughs) I heard somebody say one time, well, I'm just dying to go to Israel. Well, the way they've been fighting over there, I wouldn't be saying that and going, I don't think. You see, We need to learn to release faith in every word. So if you're talking unbelief on one hand and joking on the other hand and saying it's a big dog when it's a little dog, there's no power in that. Now, the Bible says, Not that that goeth into the mouth defileth the man, that which cometh out of the mouth, this defileth the man. Let's go to Proverbs, the 10th chapter. This is one that go with that. See, it's Matthew, the 15th chapter, where he talked about that which goeth out of the mouth, that defileth the man. The 10th chapter of Proverbs, verse 20. The tongue of the just is as choice silver. I mean, it's better than silver and gold, really. If you'll learn to speak the right things, see, the Word of God is alive, and if you'll take the promise of God, put it in your mouth, and speak in agreement with the Word of God, it's better than having silver and gold. The tongue of the just is as choice silver. The heart of the wicked is little worth. Why? Because they speak blessing on one hand, curses on the other, big dog, and it's hot outside when it's cold. And not only do the wicked do that, I know some Christians that do that. And they'll say, well, and I tell you, you're just not going to put me under bondage to where I have to watch what I say. Hey, you already <laughs> under bondage. <laughs> now, what's the situation? The heart of the wicked is little worth. 
because they speak all this stuff, you've got a mixture coming out of them until it's diluted to where it's very little worth at all, what they say. Because there's no faith in it. And there's a lot of Christians that way. They talk so much foolishness until if they wanted to speak to the mountain, the mountain wouldn't listen to them. And I'll tell you why the mountain won't listen to them. Because they don't believe what they're saying. And it's a good thing that the mountain doesn't listen to some of them because most of them are saying, Woo, the mountain's getting bigger. I'll never get over it. Now, if you keep saying that long enough, the mountain's going to obey you. It's going to get bigger before you. The problem will get bigger before you. And you go away and say, Well, I'll tell you, old Charles Capps just taught me something is wrong. Oh, no. I taught you something is right. You just acted on it wrong. <laughs> you built a mountain with your words instead of casting it down. Now, if we understand the principles of the Bible, the whole thread of truth that runs through the Bible is that God's law is seed time and harvest. You sow a seed, you reap a harvest. And I'll tell you what, the seeds you're sowing is the word you're speaking. And we're going to talk about that in the next session and get into some things about sowing seeds in the kingdom. You remember what Jesus said about the... Uh, well, I think it was a sermon on the mount, the Beatitudes. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. And we've always thought, well, he's talking about blessed is the poor. The people that are poor, they're blessed because they're poor. No, no. They weren't blessed just because they were poor. He said, the reason you're blessed is because I'm going to give you the kingdom. <laughs> Isn't that good? Now, the life of God was in the promise. Blessed is the poor in spirit. Have you ever noticed that a beggar that's poor out on the street begging, you know, he wants a dollar bill, you pull out a hundred and hand it to him, you think he'd turn it down and say, oh, no, I, I couldn't take that. Brother, when a man is poor, he'll receive it. Now, see, there's a lot of people that won't receive some things from the Word of God. But he said, blessed is the poor in spirit, because they're the ones that'll hear what I'm saying to them. And you know, Jesus said himself when he stood up in the synagogue and started his ministry. He said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Well, now, why? Why did he preach the gospel to the poor? Well, it was prophesied of him, but you see, the gospel to the poor is good news. Good news is that you don't have to be poor. Because Jesus said, I'm come that you might have life and have it more abundantly physically, financially, and spiritually. So, he gave them the kingdom of God. And it's very simple. It's by God's law of seed time and harvest. You sow a seed, and you're going to reap a harvest. God's word is powerful. We need to use it wisely. Choose our words carefully. Because they're going to produce something when you speak them. So, when we speak in agreement with God, we're going to get what God said. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before we leave the broadcast, our offer this week is book offer, number 7502. It's called The Tongue, a Creative Force. 160-page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. This book is the first book I authored in 1976. It deals with the power of words. And actually, you know, God created the universe with a spoken word. The word of God received in the heart and formed with the tongue, spoken out of the mouth, becomes powerful 
to arrange and change situations. So the first chapter in this book is called Words. Then we have a chapter that's called Establishing the Word of God. You know, God's Word is forever settled in heaven, but what are you going to say about it? Are you going to establish God's Word here on earth? You know, the Word says, whatever you do will prosper. No weapon formed against you will prosper. But what are you going to say about it? So many times people say, well, you know, everything I do just doesn't work out. The devil just throws a monkey wrench in the deal. Well, Jesus said you could have what you say, and you're saying what you have. And if you keep saying what you have, you'll have what you say. One chapter is called, Watch Your Words. You know, you have to set a watch on your mouth. Don't speak things that are contrary to the Word of God, because it causes fear to come. If you speak God's Word, it causes faith to come. One chapter is called, God's Word is Truth. Did you know that God's Word, it does not just contain truth, it is the truth. And if you'll learn to operate in the Word of God and speak in line with the Word of God, you get the angels involved in your situation. Now, this book will help you understand how to talk and not get yourself in trouble, you know. If you find yourself in the hole, first thing, do quit digging. And some people are digging their hole and about to bury them in their own problems. That's offer number 7502. It's called The Tongue Creative Force. 160-page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.